Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More, formerly Jewish Daily Stories. Today's story is dedicated to Ayelet Nechama Badbella Malka. If you would like to dedicate a story to anybody for any reason, you can do so by emailing us at jewisheducate at gmail.com. Today is a story which is 3,330 years old, a little bit more than that. Very, very old story, but it's a story which is important for every single Jewish person. And in a way, it's happening today also. It's the story of the Jewish people going out of Egypt and the bravery of the Jewish people. I'm only going to tell a little bit of the story, and it's the part that begins when Hashem told Moshe, tell the Jewish people to take a sheep, buy it, or take their own, (coughs) and tie it to the bedpost a few days (coughs) before the day that the Jewish people would slaughter the carbon Pesach, the Passover lamb, and they would eat it at their Seder with matzah and mar, matzah and bitter herbs, and they would go out of Egypt. A few hours after the tenth plague, the killing of the firstborn. Now, what did it mean to take a sheep and tie it to the bedpost? Well, It was not like in America, where a sheep is just an ordinary animal. And if all the Jews in America decided they were going to buy a sheep and tie it to their bedpost, nobody would care. So what? But in Egypt, everybody cared. Because the Egyptians worshipped the sheep. Chas v'shalom, it's idol worship. Of course, not even a a non-Jewish person allowed to do that. But that's what they did. They actually worshipped, they actually prayed to sheep. And here, all of a sudden, it must have been in all the newspapers, if they had newspapers, the news went out that all the Jewish people, every single home, or maybe some families combining with other families, if they were small, took a sheep, which is the god of the Egyptians, and tied it to their bedposts. And so all the Egyptians began to ask, Jews, why are you doing this? Why are you tying our God to your bedpost? It certainly does not look very respectful, does it? And so the Jewish people bravely answered, because in a few days, Hashem told us through Moshe, that we will take this sheep and we will slaughter it. We will kill it. <gasps> the Egyptian must have said, what? You're going to kill our God? That's right, the Jewish people said. And also, a little while after we take that sheep to slaughter it and pour some of the blood on the doorposts of our home and the top part of the door frame called the lintel, as Moshe told us, A few hours later, all the firstborn males 
in Egypt will die from the Makas Bukharas, the killing of the firstborn. Oh no! Now, the Egyptians were very upset about how the Jewish people were going to kill their God, but they were afraid to do anything because already there had been nine plagues and the Egyptians knew that Hashem was really all-powerful and they were afraid to do anything to the Jewish people. And as they watched, they saw later on Erev Pesach that the Jewish people indeed slaughtered the, the sheep and then they roasted them whole on their barbecue spits over open fire. So it's not that the Jewish people hid someplace and secretly were roasting these sheep, the god of the Egyptians. No, they were roasting them in the open over a fire and the animals were whole. And so that all the Egyptians could see that their god, which they thought was so powerful, is being completely destroyed. That all of these sheep, perhaps millions of sheep, were being slaughtered and roasted whole over the fire. And of course you know that a barbecue makes a lot of smell, so that you can smell all through the neighborhood what's cooking on somebody's barbecue. And so all the Egyptians in the entire country were able to smell the smell of roasting sheep, which they worshipped as a god. And this was very, very brave of the Jewish people to do this, to trust in Hashem that even though the Egyptians might be so angry that the Jewish people were taking their sheep, which they worshipped, their god, and slaughtering it and roasting it over an open fire whole, and then they were going to cut it up and eat the meat from it with their Passover meal. Well, that took a lot of bravery. And so too, every Jewish person has the ability to follow Hashem's instructions, even if it seems dangerous. Where do we get this ability to do what's called Mesiris Nefesh, being able to risk our life if necessary for Hashem, we got it from Avraham. Avraham, the first Jew, was so brave, he was willing, even if necessary, to give up his life to do what Hashem wanted, not to bow down to an idol or anything similar to it. And Baruch Hashem, in our times, we don't usually have these kind of tests Usually it's more of a test of just trying our hardest to learn Torah and do mitzvahs. And we don't usually have this type of danger. But nevertheless, every one of us is blessed with this ability to follow the instructions of Hashem as given through Moshe Rabbeinu and the Torah and all of the true leaders of the Jewish people and to follow those instructions even if it would seem like it's dangerous because of our trust in Hashem. And therefore, all of us can learn Torah and do mitzvahs, even though the little paro inside of us, our Yetzirah, our evil inclination, might be screaming and threatening and trying to fool us into not learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. But we can go right over 
those obstacles, and in this way certainly bring Mashiach quicker and bring the Gula quicker through our Messias Nefesh, our willingness to try to 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 risk anything and to trust Hashem, who Bar Hashem will ensure our safety, and in this way to bring Mashiach so much quicker. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Have a wonderful day. Hatzlach Much, much success. Thank <laughs> you.